our feet to meet the streets And then we got a mission to attend to What we are sent to be A rhythm and a melody We just touch a harmony And then the mission is complete When you can feel the beats Where your feet to meet the streets Welcome. This is Sports Focus Recap. My name is Preche. Preche. <laughs> <laughs> That's how tired I am today. Man. My name is Preacher. It's a name, not a title, and that's DK the Heckler. How are what you today, sir? What is going on? I, you know, I'm both happy and uh, sad this week. Yeah, really. There's So There's, one thing, uh, so me and DK both work day jobs, and we're both kind of tired. If DK yawns in here one more time, I swear I know, I'm going to I'm going to try not to. I'm going to try not to. But, uh, I, you know... I'm happy for obvious reasons. Right. It's, it's football season. And the there's Niners some bad are, news. The Niners right. are in the NFC Championship game. Which I'm we're happy talk about, about that. We're about to talk about that. But the last couple of days, I mean, I knew about the scandal already, about the Astros How'd cheating. How'd you know about it? Well, no, I mean, they reported it like oh, a couple okay, months okay. That, you know, that, that they that they were cheating and everything. And I thought I had reconciled that whole cheating thing because I was like, yeah, you know. Whatever, like, whatever. They, they lost this, that, right. and the other. It was seven games. But then it comes out that. They were doing like right. more than just, and it makes me sad. I mean, uh, I, thought yeah. it was, I thought it would so make let's me go ahead and I so it made me upset. But so I made first, me sad. let me say welcome. This is Sports Focus. Before we get into that, I think we should start with that actually. Before we get into that, this is Sports Focus recap. We're here every single Tuesday from five to six. We play times are Wednesday mornings at eight a.m. Early, and, early, and you know. Um, Sometimes the sports guys just rain on us. And, you know, I try to come in the show with different <laughs> topics. This last couple of weeks, I haven't had to come nope. up with no topics. Silver, pla- pretty, silver platters. Sports gods are like, here you go. Here they've you been go. writing themselves. So let's yep. go ahead and get started with the controversy. Uh, broke, broke, breaking news at the Astros, who were found to be cheating and you know let's let's get the backstory on this i don't remember the gentleman's name but he got traded he wasn't happy he got traded uh, and he just threw the whole organization oh under, mike mike fear yeah, yeah, yeah he just yeah, yeah, threw yeah, yeah. everybody See, under the that's bus that's the thing when you're okay before we can go into it right when you have a culture like that right like before we can go into the detail when you have a culture of say like organized cheating let's say right you can't 
give you can't just give away disgruntled players like that because the whole episode uh, was it in, in, in the imp, uh, impetus? I don't know. The, the the most <laughs> important thing about those kind of things and scandals, the 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 epitome. I don't know. Just right, there the, you go. That's the thing that the thing that's most important about those kind of scandals and conspiracies is to keep it in house. Correct. So, so if you're doing somebody wrong, they're gonna do, they're you, gonna wrong do you wrong real quick. Too. You know so I mean? here's the thing, you know, and I have different emotions from this, as you may know if you listen to our show or not. Uh, we've changed, the, you know, we've become more of an opinionated kind of give, kind of uh, type of sports show instead of telling you the facts and the figures. We figure there's other shows for that. But so here's the thing that immediately hit me, and and this is a double whammy for you, uh, mm-hmm. uh, because mm-hmm. not only are we Dodgers fans, me and DK are both Dodgers fans, but I am a uh, I don't want to say I'm a Laker hater, uh, but I'm a Spurs <laughs> lover, and uh, so I I know I for the first time feel on many different levels that we talk about this right now. I for the first time feel how Sacramento Kings fans feel. And, mm. and I know you're gonna say it's not the same. It's not the same. It is the it, same. It's not. <laughs> can, I, can I tell you why it's not the same? Right. How? Can, can I tell you why it's not the same? The Kings in Game Seven missed 18 three pointers and 17 free throws from the line. Had they made 10 of those free throws or even three of those three pointers, they win that game. Debatably, though, you can also say that a batter still has to make connection with the pitch, even though he yeah, had those. Yeah, yeah, but so the reason but why when you I know, think when you know a, it's a fastball, not a changeup. The that's reason a huge why advantage. I say there's a connection, and I won't, I won't get too on it, is because there was obvious cheating that you saw kind of with your own eyes in that Lakers game, and the guy went to jail for it. He rigged the, the game. Hold on, hold on, but that's the referee. <laughs> Being a bad referee and a criminal, right? Correct. Hold on, right. This is this. This would be the equivalent of Phil Jackson paying off that referee with some sort of photo that they had, okay. and then then that's why they got I the call. I can see. I can you, see. You, that's a valid point. You know what I mean? But here's what the the point I was trying to make in the similarities is man, knowing how, how you gonna how you gonna yeah, throw that it. topic out there? Maybe I'm about <laughs> basketball, man. Come hey, on. It's because it's a championship that <laughs> you knew you should have had and you didn't have it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that, but, there's um, the connection. There okay, is the connection. I'll, I'll, I'll the, give that connection. That's the a connection. You knew you should have had. Could have had. You and here's the things that I get. I think we could agree on mm-hmm. is you know uh, my man. Um, the pro- he'll go in history as one of the best pitchers ever of all time in the regular season. Kershaw? But th- they were lighting him up in this game. Well, see, here's the thing. <laughs> that that postseason. I feel so bad for like, the guy. He wasn't that, as bad as he thought he was. N- not even that. But game five was when he blew up that two, those two leads, right? Right. So he pitches game seven in replace of Darvish, throws a gem. Game one, one, threw a gem. Right. Before he got to the World Series, he was 3-0 and with a spectacular ERA and whip and everything like that. He... Like, the Astros didn't just take away a championship from the Dodgers or even, like, celebrate from the fans. They they changed narratives of careers. Correct. Like, Kershaw's career yeah, narrative has changed. Right. Kenley Jansen's career you're narrative changed. Correct. Dave Roberts' <laughs> narrative changed. Right. You Darvish was the hot free agent coming out. Yeah. He came out with nobody wanting to sign him because he couldn't pitch in the big moment because he was— Tipping his pitches. They change a lot of people's money. They mess with people's money. Careers. Mess with their careers. Narratives. Their Hall of Fame. Legacies. Everything. I completely agree. And here's what's even sadder about that. They denied a bunch of old, old, 80-plus-year-old Los Angelinians 
lifetime Dodger fans who passed away within the last year of celebrating a World Series title one last time. I feel you. And so here's the thing, and here's, I guess, my next question will be to you to continue on this topic. So the fines came down. It's the maximum amount of fines that could be happening is uh, five Five million. Um, five million uh, uh, first and first second, second for two pick. years. Yeah, yeah. You know, do you think that that's enough? No, but there's no more. They gave him the max. Is that so? A, so it's not like MLB was like, oh, I'm not going to give you the max. Here's like a minimum. Right. They gave him the max. That, and so while I don't agree that it's enough, you can't really do anything about it because that's collectively bargained of how you can, you know what I mean? Like, and do you think that there should be an asterisk next yes, to the, to the, to the of world course, series? Of course. So I'm completely on board with bo- both things you said. I, I, I realize that there's nothing that can be done. They're not going to take away no, the championship. And, and thing, instead of what, what they should do, right? Like the Dodgers don't deserve that, that championship. Right. Like, they didn't earn that. But if you vacate that title, and almost like a strike here where there was, like, there was just no champion. Right. Then... You know, you can say it wasn't, like, if you're the owner, you can say it wasn't tainted or whatever it was and whatever, whatever you want to believe. And if you're the fan, but, oh, everyone's doing it or, or whatever. But And let me go ahead and make know, some things clear is. to you uh, in case you haven't been up on this topic, for example. So we can both admit, and a lot of old heads can admit, that stealing signs is part, part of the game. You know, if you're going to be so obvious. But what made this so egregious and, what, uh, and why they had to come down on them is because we finally have reached a point. I knew yeah, this. I knew this, I knew this time was going to come. Yep. And you, you know, and you, I can't even go in the grocery store without Google you, telling and, me where I am and, and did and I have you know a good when time. I knew that something might like this might happen? It was actually either earlier that year or the year before, right? The Red Sox and the Yankees were having a game, and the Yankees complained to Major League Baseball right. that the Red Sox coaches had their their Apple watches, yeah, and like that was kind of a like weird like they were they were getting like the signs early or something weird was happening technology wise, and so MLB just plainly said, okay, no Apple watches in the dugout, right? And then they just kind of like brushed that away, and people you know like me and you people, you know on the radio and stuff we we're like, hmm. Could that be a new thing? But right. it, but nothing transpired from that really. Exactly. So it was like, oh, okay, I think no big they're deal. gonna have to do this. And so the the G, um, the manager and the general manager both got fired. Yeah. Uh, because MLB suspended them for a year. They were gonna suspend them for a year. They can't. You know. But the organization went ahead and yeah, fired them officially. Of course, you can't. I, I, it's I the asked PR. you this question, uh, you know, and I haven't. Maybe you have more knowledge about this mm-hmm. than I do. Were was it proven that they were in on this? Or was it like, because you know, um, for example, if uh, we just had a, a scandal where the Patriots were busted for doing what they were doing in mm-hmm. film and stuff, and Belichick's first statement was, "I, I know, I had no idea what was going on," and then so, so we all okay. look at him with so, a, like a crooked eye, like, so, "Yeah, sure you didn't. How so, come y'all always cheating and you so, don't know so nothing?" So I'll say it like this. I'll say it like this because I've read stories where. Uh, AJ Hinch wasn't wasn't too pleased at some points with Alex Cora's uh, system of like cheating and stuff. Right. Like Alex Cora spearheaded that. Then went to Boston. And then for those of you who know, Alex Cora went to Boston the next year and implemented those same cheating techniques once again beating the Dodgers. And now they're under investigation. Alex right. Cora's also I fired. I heard that today. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, but like, so it seems to me that what was going on is AJ Hinch knew. Right, but he didn't hundred percent condone it. Right, right. But he didn't stop it. Mm. So it's 
it's almost like that, like, uh, uh, like, you know, should you be punished for following orders? Well, absolutely. If you knew it was wrong, you know what I mean? Like, and, and from what I can read on the reports, every person, including the players that were involved, had a full understanding that what they were doing was wrong. Okay. And they didn't, they, I don't know if they didn't care, but they knew it was wrong. Do you but they think, did it anyway. Uh, and so I guess this has to come from the top down. And it's just, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those uh, sad things that uh, everybody, and we had to talk about it today I was gonna, uh, because it's sports news and this is what we do. But it, it's so sad that that's how every news pr- cast is starting. Yeah. And you We're know who I feel to, you know, most sorry for? I mean, this is like a, like a this observational thing. I feel sorry for the Houston fans. Right. Because that 2017 team, that city rallied behind them because of Hurricane Harvey and the devastation of Houston and the Texas area and the nation got behind them. And it was a great story. And at the time, I was really annoyed because I was like, man, how come the Yankees couldn't beat these guys so that at least half the nation would be against, you know, for the Dodgers or whatever? But I understood it's a great story. And like, you know what? They got Joe Girardi fired. Right, you know what I mean? Like, like they changed a lot of <laughs> they, careers. You're right. You're not even lying, man. Like, it's this, just not only wild. Not it's only wild. did they have people. If you just start to think about the layers of this, not only did they change people, players' careers, coaches' careers, fans' careers, they changed people's like narrative of even the game. Yeah, you know, you remember we had all these analytics versus I'm not going to hire this coach because yeah, yeah. he doesn't adopt and, what and they're now, doing. And now and they're now, all <laughs> adopting the Houston way. Right. And now they're like, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> are we cheating? Like, what's going on? That's like, exactly true. And it's yeah. just so, it's like, man, y'all gotta, oh And my it's God. sports, so, like, I feel like it's more devastating than, say, like, cheating in outside of sports. Right. Because, like, 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 I saw someone that said, you know what's sad was that they, they showed the Kershaw stats from that year, from that playoff run. Mm. He's like, this is sports. A person like Kershaw who gets older and older in a team game like baseball, you're never gonna get that moment again. Man, I you just, can't recreate those moments. Again, I, you know what I mean? Like I know, and we could debate who we feel like, and we'll change mm. the subject real quick. We could debate who we feel got it the worst, but I just remember the looks on Kershaw's face. You know, like, and, I and, felt like bad for the right? dude. No, and, and that's the, and that's the thing. And, and Man, all, all the Dodger like, fans too. Yeah. Game five was like, wait. He couldn't hold two four-run right. leads. What is going on? Exactly. And exactly. now, now we know. We know. You know, like this, 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 when you know that the fastball is coming out the slider, <laughs> you're, you're gonna not wait on it. Exactly. You know, like that's that's literally the half-second difference. You it know, is. Like, the city of Davis provides child care and parenting service to Yolo County residents, including support programs for parents and child care providers, child care referrals, and day care subsidies for qualifying <laughs> families. For more information, contact the City of Davis Care Service at 530-757-5695 or via cityofdavis.org residents slash child care 3454. Go ahead and I always read this because I, if anyone that you know may be insistence of child care, it is available for qualifying families. Let's go ahead. Hey, and talk. Last thing though, I, I'll tell you one thing. A lot of people don't have this I didn't really react viscerally on Facebook or anything over the last couple of days on the news of the whole Astros things because I knew that I was going to be here at 5 to talk about this for a little bit. 
So I had some outlet to like my angst to get out there, but right. like I just feel sorry for those fans <laughs> that, that like literally had two years to kind of like reconcile and, and finally accept like okay. Yeah, we thought okay. it, was, it was over. No big was, deal. No but, big deal. Yeah, and now exactly. it's like a it's reopening that gash, you know. So I feel sorry for the people that don't have the outlet like I do or you do. You I know, feel like, you. Let's. I I, I just. <laughs> Just shake your head. Yeah. I'm not even outraged. Anymore. Seventy days to pitchers and catchers. <laughs> no, just... Exactly. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit of NFL. Let's talk about the game that kind of surprised, but not really surprises. First, we go. I want to go talk ahead and talk about oh so, the road. Get... The road warriors. As I'm calling them at this point. Uh, I was gonna. You know, have we? Talk to uh about, no we we weren't here last week so let's go ahead and talk about the I don't I don't think this was much of a surprise but let's go get it out the way the 49ers beat uh, the, your Vikings handedly I, I I thought that was probably now the that, game of the week that like, we all thought was gonna happen now that it's happened and they won twenty seven to ten I can admit the fact that yes I I thought that was gonna happen right. I'm glad that happened my biggest fear that got that got quenched early was. The Vikings getting the ball, which they did to start the game, and I was afraid that their the Niners like aggressiveness would get better, like like the like the way Henry basically used the aggressiveness of Baltimore to cut right. and just I thought Dalvin Cook that first play was gonna plant his right foot, cut to the left, and just go seventy five yards, you know, like. And but once um, that didn't happen, I was like, okay, okay, they're settled in. And I got a, a maybe a player on each uh, game that we'll talk about today, but I love, 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 love. The Richard Sherman rant. Ah. Oh my God. And this man has, and he, he. I, it was unrefutable. Everything he says and what he was saying, in case you didn't get to hear it, I, you know, uh, I'm gonna be better uh, in the new year about getting the clips. Uh-oh. I gotta see if we can. Did, um, did he did he reprise his he uh, classic? Uh, if if you if you weren't on the bandwagon, don't jump on now. No, uh, this time it was more personal. What Ooh. he basically said was, you know what? He's like, I'm tired of you know because when I came in the lead, I had success. We we did really well, and and he he basically was talking about himself, how he's not getting enough love. And and the reason the reason yeah. why it was so like poignant is because it wasn't an opinion this time. A lot of times I feel oh, he's like stating he gets, fact, probably, oh no, right? he said this. He was like, I come out there every game, look at my statistics, and he and he started rambling. I'm the best in categories yep. in the last five years. I'm oh, yeah, number yeah. one in every stat that exists as a quarterback. Touchdowns, interceptions, yeah, completion dude, percentage, dude, all pros are like, measured. To nobody, he's the right. standard. Yeah, and then so so he basically was like, "How?" He's like, "I'm tired of people trying to make excuses why I'm not good. Look at every single stat. Look at all the completion percentage against me, touchdowns against me. He's like, look in the last five years, I'm number one, not two, number one in these stats. And I really wanted to give him some poke, and I was like." As he, you know, because when you can say, oh, he's just a little too cocky, and you know, and we'll talk a little bit about race as it's connected. He's the, the cocky brother who's the corner, and everybody was so, on, was on the dude, but he's right. I was gonna, I'm gonna jump off of, of your statement of Richard Sherman. So after the game against the Vikings, right? Um, oh no, no, against the Seahawks in Week 17, uh, I was on my Facebook feed, you know, like I, like I do, just scrolling through, and there was, you know, your typical Niner fans on there. I'm a Niner fan, so I, I can say this. And typical Niner fans kind of blowing things out of proportion one way or the other. Whoa, that was weird. Uh, but uh, that was weird. Are you high? Uh, I can. It's a, it's a little <laughs> echoey, but uh, that was weird. Okay. Uh, but uh, w- the comment I came across. Sorry about that. that we had no, no, no worries. <laughs> that was technical difficulties for a second. Uh, I wasn't yelling. I swear. Um, but. The comment that I came across from another Niner fan on a page of a friend who's a Niner fan, but like that I found comical was the original post was, 
hey, is it just me or does Richard Sherman seem less cocky and less arrogant uh, th- now? Like blah blah blah, you know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And one of the comments was he he does seem more mature and this that and the other. And I and I had to step in and be like, guys, that. Like, what are you guys talking about? This is a grown man. There's no more maturity to this man. He has not changed the way he has spoken or the the stick that he plays since Seattle. But now he's on my team. I was gonna say the only reason that you guys think that he sounds mature and more and less abrasive and everything is because he's not saying anything about the Bay Area anymore. It's all geared towards Seattle. You like what he's saying now, so obviously he sounds more mature. Isn't that funny how that works? But what's funny about that is, so I made a statement, a very factual statement, right? And then the response I got back was, well, I mean, I don't see him uh, uh, engaging with the crowd anymore and talking his mess. And my response was, well, that says more about our fan base than him, doesn't it? Right. Because, like, why do you think he's talking mess? We're using probably racial words, derogatory words, making fun of his you know, his uh, parents and him and his right. life. Like, what do you expect from that? Like, he hasn't changed. We have changed what we view him and it's as always and funny. And red and gold, you know what it's I mean? always funny too when uh, when it's like when they're on your team now. Yeah. You know? Oh, he's so much more mature. <laughs> I'm glad he learned his lesson from the past. <laughs> so no. yeah, uh, the, you just um, like it now. So the Niners pulled off that win. I uh, think was, that was the only game that I was kind of uh, for sure out of Chiefs, kind of. But the Niners was going to pull the game that surprised everybody was the Raven. Yeah. Just getting dominated. Uh, uh, here's I, here's my statement. It shocked me, but it didn't surprise me. I was shocked and surprised, and I'm going to tell you why. And it, uh, it just was because, not because I thought I believed in the Ravens hype, but I knew that the Ravens had beat four playoff teams yeah, yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah. And all four of those teams, I'm talking legit about. Teams. Hey, legit teams. Were legit teams yeah. and, in my opinion, better than the Titans. Yeah, you know no, for sure. <laughs> like, for so sure. I, I wasn't saying that they were going to go to the Super Bowl. That wasn't my goal. But they beat the Patriots this year. They beat the Niners this year. They beat the Packers this year. They beat all these great teams this year that made the playoffs, and they beat them. And I ain't talking about just beat them. They beat some yeah, of them yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm thinking of all the four teams in the playoffs that I would be scared of, maybe getting revenge was a possibility. But losing to the Titans, not so much. See, but I did tell you last week on the, uh, on the radio, Ryan Tannehill has been the yeah, best no, no. on paper, so, on paper quarterback what, for the last four w- weeks. What I was gonna say was the Ravens got almost the raw end of the deal in that Texans Bills game. Right. right? If, if, if any team got a raw deal that wasn't in the actual game, it was Baltimore. Because if the Bills hold on, right? Tennessee goes down to play Kansas City. Right. Buffalo goes into Baltimore. They've already seen Buffalo. Might be a close game. Maybe Buffalo maybe pulls it out. But Baltimore has a better chance mentally of dominating that Bills team. Once the Titans beat the Patriots, no matter who they face in the second round, they were going to show zero fear. They were going to come out, run their run their play the way they did. And unfortunately for the, uh, the Ravens, they identified Earl Thomas as the weakness on those jet sweep, on those on those sweeps. And, I mean, as a Niner fan, it couldn't have happened to a better guy. Right. The, the, the memes that he turned into. The but one like, thing that I will ask you, too, and I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit annoyed by this, and I'm like, I'm going to maybe do, once all the season's over, do a whole show. I want to bring in some guests oh, about some coaching and stuff. But I, I feel like the loss to Lamar Jackson 
was waiting. The haters came out oh, of the yeah. shadows. Oh, my gosh. Man. That was not. Like, they were peeking like, from the trees. Like, that's ridiculous. They were like, it's, ridi- is, it's ridiculous. Is it not that? It, that's pretty noticeable, all yeah. the hate. Oh, dude, yeah. You know, yeah. I feel like they were just waiting you, so long to you, pounce you, on this guy. You know what that group is, the, the group that came out for the haters? Same group that thinks Nick Saban should be fired for, for at Alabama for eight wins. Right. The same people, <laughs> right, right, right. The, yeah. sa- the same people who, uh, who, uh, what is it? Uh, as soon as the Patriots lose, they're like, Tom Brady should retire now. He's washed up. You're like, dude, calm down. Right. I just feel like he still was the MVP this of year. He still this and this. Here's something, and we'll talk about this. Uh, quarterback later, but this young man is only 22, 23 years old. He's, he's getting better. He, he's second year in the league. He couldn't. La- he went from eighteen touchdowns his first year to fifty. Yeah. Did, did you hear what I just yeah. said? Yeah. Eighteen right? to fifty touchdowns. But more importantly, he's younger completion percentage went up. He's younger than the quarterback who won a national championship yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, younger than him, and he's younger than the the, <laughs> the one that we've crowned already. As, and Patrick Mahomes is the next guy. Right. So I just feel like that was. It's just a little shady. All the salt that's out. No, there. you know I agree. But, you know what? Um, you know what that was. All the haters that came out, they were mad that they were wrong for 16, 17 right. weeks that he was not <laughs> that he was a quarterback, not right. a running back or receiver. receiver. And and they they had to sit there for two, three months, like, oh, I'm wrong, I'm right. wrong. And then one bad playoff. Exactly. Oh, see, I knew it. See, I told you he wasn't okay. Yeah. Get out of here with Get that, man. Here. Get out of that noise. I just think it's ridiculous. Let's go ahead and talk about the Chiefs and the Texans. For all you people, you people, who thought that the Chiefs, I wasn't, I, I didn't watch this game, but I have the updates on my phone. 24 I Even 24 nothing. nothing, I still wasn't scared. If this would have been Texas, maybe I would have worried about it. But I, I I didn't okay. Let me admit by saying this first: if they were the Titans, I didn't, Chiefs were done. I did not think that it would be fifty-one. No, no, of course. But not. at twenty-four to nothing, you, I you was thought they were going to come. They were going to yeah. come back. Yeah, <laughs> I, no, I, I feel you on that. I feel and you they would have won maybe like and, 20, and, 20. And you know why the, you know? the Texans lost? Because they have no running game to speak of that they can lean on. Did you when get to up. watch the game? Uh, I watched enough. Okay. Because when so, you're up 24 to nothing in the first quarter or, or, or in the middle of the second quarter, you got to feed the ball to, I mean, at this point, they have Hyde and uh, uh, Duke Johnson, right? right? They have to be tearing up that backfield now for a, like a half. You know what I mean? Because you have 24 The criticism that I heard, and like I said, I didn't get to see the game. I wish I did. Uh, the criticism that I heard was that the coach kind of like let uh, backpedaled on on the yep. gas a little see, bit. That that you can't do that. Not to you lose. can't do not that. Not against this team who has so many not weapons. Not against any team in the NFL. Actually, in the NFL, it's true. They actually, uh, I found this to be a little bit hilarious. The uh, fireworks people, they scored so many points that the fi- they ran out of fireworks in the stadium. You know what? Did you hear about, <laughs> about the dude that left after the first quarter? Uh-uh. Uh, okay, so there's a, there's a huge Chiefs fan, right? And uh, it's, it's all over social media now. But uh, he considers himself unlucky because he was there a couple of years ago when they lost to the Patriots, uh, when they lost to, I think, the Ravens before that. Mm. And like, basically all three losses in the playoffs with and the Mahomes. he got to see he, them. He, he watched them lose, right? And so he told everyone in the section, in his section that if they get down by three touchdowns, he's just going to leave. And at the end of the first quarter, when they were down 21 to nothing, he, he's making a snap, like a Twitter snap. And it shows it goes, all right, guys, I'm leaving so that the, the comeback can happen. I don't know. I'm just unlucky. Uh, I got to get out of here. I'm going to listen to the rest of the game at home. Uh, go Chiefs. We're going to make that comeback for sure. Ends it. <laughs> 
that as soon as he leaves, <laughs> they scored twenty eight unanswered points. Are you serious? Like dude? I know it's coincidence, right? right but right, like, right. but like Patrick Mahomes, I like, reached out to him on Twitter. All the other fans are making him like super famous. Like, he did some interviews on local like media, whatever. But like. That's sports, right? Like, there you go. Like, it, it's only stupid if it doesn't work. <laughs> and let's go ahead and talk about the last game before we take a break, uh, Seattle and the Packers. Ooh. First, what I will ask you, and Russell Wilson played lights out mm-hmm. in case you didn't That's why aware I was scared of, of the pa- That's why I was scared um, of those dudes. But here's the first question. Not There's two questions. Okay, okay. The, it is not whether they would have won or not. Okay, okay. But – because I believe that Seattle lost in multiple ways. Okay. But uh, was that a first down or not? Mm. <laughs> so I'll answer, I'll answer like this. When I first saw it, I personally thought he was short right. by like, like an inch or two, right? Now, what I think is whatever they would have called – they couldn't have overturned. Correct. Because because there was there was really no visible like clear evidence of where the ball was after the call was made. Now, do I think they made the right call? I don't think so. Okay. So here's the thing. Here's my take on it. But I think they I think they still convert that in different down. ways. I kind of did a little bit of research on this. Um, I I. There's different aspects to this. One, how in God's name do we have so much technology in there? And then this is Thank the first you. time I ever heard. Uh, there's additional information. Where did that right, come oh, from? I, I, heard, you know, <laughs> dude, I, I feel so, for the, the first time information ever. Come from? I feel sorry for Seahawks fans, right? Because dude What's went a, on TV and was like, "We got some additional information." The crowd went, "Oh, it's like still so doesn't count." Like, oh. <laughs> but here's the thing that people didn't notice. At first, I was like, because I saw like everybody else, the yellow line and the helmet that didn't cross the yellow yeah, line. Yellow and so we TV. all saw that, but the yellow line is for TV. Yeah, so here's I'm... the one that got me to turn it around and say that, nah, I thought it was still short, but they couldn't overturn it. It was the actual orange on the sideline marker. Oh, and yeah. It, uh, so they had showed yeah, that was different than it was in a different spot. So everybody was outraged by the yellow marker. The yellow marker was the TV marker. It wasn't at the same place as the orange marker that was on the field. Yeah, yeah. So the referees were going by that. Now, now having now, said all that, yeah. like right, this this comment's going to sound like I'm trolling because I'm a Niner fan, but I'm not. I'm just this is just literally like observation that I'm, I'm going to give out here. It was a close call, right? Now, the the Seahawks fans could probably be out there saying that a close call in week 17, the no call, uh, uh, the no uh, holding call against Niners uh, made them lose. And then this no call made them lose in the in the most important game of the season against the Packers, right? I I I feel you I feel you Seahawks fans, but like when I talk to Patriots fans about things being unfair and the calls not going your way, how does it feel? Right. I, I mean, like, so not to be crap. Thing, how does it feel? Here's you know, the like, thing. So I like it how in sports sometimes we often try to play. Uh, or have one single play of like outrage. That's the reason why. Yeah, that's. The but here's why. the reality of the truth: that particular drive, mm-hmm. that drive. Yep. There's two things that I want you to remember and notice. The okay. first thing is, um, they picked up three third and long, three yep. third and longs, not just one, not just one, not just three. one. The one to Devontae. They had two Adams more chances to get the ball the, back. Exactly. And two, the thing that. I find that is being overlooked for some reason. Why, when you are, uh, uh, when you only have less than two minutes later, do you punt the ball? 
why not go for that, <laughs> Pete Carroll? Uh, I, you know what? You know what? I said to the TV when that happened. I was right. like, "Man, you trust your defense? Like you tr- what? Like, but what? what? What in that game made you want to trust right. them but, like but then, that? But then I followed that up with, "If you did, if you still trust your defense, you still go for it, right? Because if you don't make it, you trust that you didn't get it back, it's right? Like, exactly." So oh, I didn't man. understand that weird. at all. I weird. can see if it was a lot more time if he had more time out. Yeah, yeah. But six minutes, all, five yeah. minutes, and even so, three and a half so minutes. All, all, so you're going to give two warning one of that? the most debated, debatable, greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen. In crunch time. In crunch time to just make up, to be able to pick up one first down and nail the yeah. rest. I mean, that's, that's on you, that's Pete wild. Carroll. That was wild. And, I mean, and here's the thing that people don't know, and that's why I want everyone to realize and not forget that how well Russell Wilson picked. But uh, Beast Mode, they picked them up. They didn't do it because they had sentimental feelings towards them. They just didn't have a running game. Yeah. And so when and you they have wanted, that they happen, wanted the locker room to be hyped up a little bit too, get a little excitement. So that is, and uh, we, I guess we have to DK before we take a small little break. You have to make your predictions. We got the Niners against Green Bay, and you got the Titans against the Chiefs. I'll go first because it's easy for me, and I'm gonna say it. Uh, <laughs> I think the Chiefs are gonna put a whooping on the Titans. I don't really. I think I'm happy for the Titans. Uh, it will be amazing if Ryan Tannehill and Henry beat Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes in order to go to the Super right. Bowl. Three, uh, one, two. And here's something you On the road. Here's you something you didn't think about. Ryan Tannehill, ex-Miami quarterback. Mm-hmm. Where is the Super Bowl this year? I believe it's in the <laughs> Sunshine State, my oh, friend. Miami. So there you go. That would, Dude, be, that would, be, that would be salt so in the wound for Miami <laughs> fans watching that game like... Our coach told us that he and Kenyon Drake were garbage, and they both were all pros. Exactly. Like, oh, so, and I'm going with this. I also believe this is the worst, uh, and I'm not trying to jinx anybody. This is the worst, and th- this drives me out of my mind why Aaron Rodgers isn't getting more. Because we've seen him be good. Mm-hmm. He has not had a good year this it's, year. It's it's the worst Aaron Rodgers and worst 13 and three Packer team we've seen ever. Ever. And that scares me. I think <laughs> a little bit. A I, little bit. I think they're pretenders. I, 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 you know, I just, you know what? I, 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 I kind of think so, too. But in the world of sports, right. you know what the scariest thing is pretenders becoming contenders. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you well, know what I, mean? I, I predict so, the Niners. I don't. So the Niners are one of the teams, unlike the Saints even. I mean, unlike uh, the Chiefs in this, the Niners what I have to admit I love about this coach, why the why in God's name we couldn't have got him, but they're not beating people on what I like to. You've seen me at uh, yeah, at the yeah, restaurant yeah, on yeah. trickeration. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Aaron Rodgers trick luck plays. But but I feel like they're just beating teams yeah. b- based on running it, yeah. throwing it, good defense. Because the quote unquote tricks for Shanahan is more misdirection than right. tricks. I know? hate trickeration. I hate these lucky, let me throw it up in the air and see who comes yeah. down with it. Kyle Shannon gets your defense moving right and then goes left. I you know, like, think that he's just, I just really believe in better defenses th- and better offenses. Think about this, real, though. Think about this. As, as an NFC East uh, uh, fan, the Redskins had Kyle Shanahan, I believe McVay, and the head coach of the Buffalo Bills right. all on one staff. And they chose to let all three of them go. <laughs> so I'm predicting uh, Niners, Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm going there. I, I mean, I know the, the Niners. The Niner fan in me wants to see Titans and the Niners, so that the the Niners defense can just have worry about the running game and then hope that Tannehill doesn't you know, do the things. But 
the football fan inside of me knows that it's going to be Chiefs and Niners. That's going to be exciting. Uh, the only thing I'm afraid of is Aaron Rodgers doing Aaron Rodgers things right. and the Packers being in the Super Bowl. All right, KDRT is your community radio station where the grassroots grow. Whether you have comments about current programming, want training to produce your own show, are interested in joining our volunteer support staff, or want more information on underwriting or donations, we want to hear from you. Drop us a line or email at info at kdrt.org with your ideas, concern, interest, and contact information. Thanks for thanks much for keeping us in touch with KDRT, where the grass roots grow. This is Sports Focus Recap. My name is Preacher. It's a name not title. That's DK the Heckler. We'll take a small break, Yo. and we'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Sports Focus Recap. So I've been doing a thing here on the radio. Once again, I'm Preacher. To, uh, it's a name now. Title now is DK the Heckler. Yo, yo, yo. I have been doing something. I've been trying to do this. Uh, been playing music from local bands here. So this band, want to give a shout out today to That Dirt Feeling. There's a local Davis band. It's played a couple songs. That last song was called Be There. Before that, I opened up with Just a Beat. 
So I want to go into a couple more things today. Uh, I'm going to talk a little XFL. We want to talk a little pro, <laughs> pro football. XFL. Um, you know, so, but some news in case you didn't know, Antonio Gates is going to retire. So he just announced that today. I feel like he's... Is that an, like a, he official, you mean official? He made official okay. retirement. I feel like he's... One of the best tight ends ever. You rolling your eyes at me? No, before, no, no, man. no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was rolling my eyes at the announcement that he retired. <laughs> like, like he retired basically in my mind three years ago. You oh know what man, I mean? like, that's cold blooded. But he did. <laughs> he only came back that one year because because uh, uh, Hunter Henry got injured and the, yeah. and the Chargers convinced him to come back. That's messed Poor up. Poor guy. But go ahead. But we will. I do want to talk a little bit and uh, go ahead and uh, see what your feelings on about. They did this early today, which a lot this week, which a lot mm. of people are like trying to be upset about it. Oh uh, God, what are people the, trying to be upset about? The Hall of Fame was uh, two uh, only two of the members were announced. Uh, okay, so and they so normally the Hall of Fame, just in case you don't know, it's announced right before like the Super Bowl, yeah. like, or like uh, you know, or yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's right before that and they do it. But two special announces were done because they were on television and they are Hall of Famers is Bill Carroll and Jimmy Johnson. Okay. First two Hall of Famers introduced this week. It was the controversy is uh, it was early. Two, I just want uh, you know your feelings. There are you analysts on, on TV on TV that right. talk about football right. that had the playoffs on. How do you not <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Right. Okay, so normally I'd be like, Oh, all right, tradition, tradition, tradition. But like, come on, dude. Like Thank they're you. on CBS and Fox. They're gonna do everything they can to get the ratings as best as they can to maximize the football ratings. Thank you, you very much. You don't much. think they're going to invite them to announce it on air? They didn't announce everybody else. They just right. announced those two. Like, exactly. calm down. Like, so, uh, find I, some things to be really angry about. Come my on, feelings, dude. exactly. And that's what happened. God. I will say this. Be angry about the fact that the, uh, the African-Americans have no representation in the coaching community well, or the general manager <laughs> or, like, or like that, or that like uh, games cost too much. Right. Like, don't complain about that. Come so that's on, where the, Well, I will say Bill Carroll is the person who cries the most without tears actually coming out of his eyes and Jimmy Johnson. Uh, I saw I yeah. saw Jimmy Johnson's yeah, and, and my first thought was good for him. Michael man. Irvin like, came out and gave him was crying. I mean, Troy Aikman during the broadcast yeah, they, they cut so to him. I just want to say congratulations to them and I really have nothing to say. I was uh uh to piggyback what you I completely agree with everything you just said. So. You know what I'm also tired about when it comes to the Hall of Fame? Like the Hall of Fame is not because not one of those things where like I deride your dude for getting in because my guy hasn't gotten in yet. Right. That's not how the Hall of Fame works. You know what I saw all day after Jimmy Johnson went in? It wasn't about what you're talking about. It was about people complaining that uh, Tom Flores and John Madden and all these other coaches weren't in. And I'm like, who? Great. Like you can make a case for that, but don't step on the dude's celebration. That dude deserves it, to be there. It wasn't correct. his fault that these guys aren't in. Like that's a. Yeah, so it's it's kind of crazy <sighs> out there. We would not be a sports show unless we talked. Anyway, congratulations to the congratulations coaches. Congratulations oh to those coaches, and I completely agree with you. I was uh, <laughs> we on the same page with that. So I want to say congratulations to both of those. Uh, we would not be a sports show here talking about sports if we did not talk about the national championship last night. Did you get to check it out? Uh, I saw a little bit of it. I didn't yeah, get to so, really watch the end. So um, LSU, they won, uh, right? They won uh, <laughs> handle, handily, handily, pretty handily. So there's. A a lot of things, a lot of storylines in this game, uh, uh, and I guess the Ooh, bigger, the biggest storyline. I do remember one thing about is that game. the question that everyone is saying that this LSU team and is not getting a lot of pub probably is the best 
so we have two storylines. We got Sunshine. Best what? Best college team in the history of sports. Uh, right. fo- What's co- the other thing? College I, I football. Rather, I rather talk about the other <laughs> thing first. What's the other thing first? What was, what was the other thing? And the other thing is, um, you know, Sunshine. Um, yeah, yeah. Sunshine is what. Is, what is he's coming back. Uh, the, Trevor, he, Trevor Lawrence. Is he coming back? I, I, I bet you he will. Get your money, bro. I bet you he will. So he, was, he got embarrassed. He, he got was embarrassed. Pretty, pretty emotional. This is his first loss. ever yeah. loss. Yeah. And undefeated that's why, in high school. Undefeated in high school, undefeated college. Up until, up until that he game. has a national championship. So I guess that's the question I'll ask you. Why is this guy coming back to college? Make your money, bro. No, no, no. He's from a well-to-do family. He don't need the is money. Is that a yeah, true yeah. fact? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's from a well-to-do <laughs> family like Johnny Menzel. He don't need the money. Okay, I didn't he, know he, this. He basically comes from, I want to say, uh, an athletic, rich, wealthy family. I forgot from where, but, like, I mean, it, it's not like he's, like, a millionaire, billionaire, but, like, he basically doesn't need the NFL money for the sake of money, you know what I mean? Like, he's he's there to play play ball, and, like, yeah, maybe maybe he might uh, declare, but the way they lost, like, I feel like if, if, if LSU had won on a last-minute last drive where, like, Lawrence did all he could to make Clemson win and they just happened to lose, he's like, I got nothing else to prove, I'm gone, but... He looked like a sophomore in that game. For but a what bit. do you have to prove when you already won a national championship? That you can play through two. adversity. Two national championships. I mean, you can play. Th- he's only one. He's a, he's a sophomore. Okay. Yeah. So, oh yeah, it was I mean, Watson. Yeah, yeah, Watson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm mean, like, I know they the, won. Here's, here's, here's the, the, the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> do do I think he'll declare? Probably. Okay. Do do I think he should? No. Right. Because I think. That he still has a couple of things that he can develop in the college game that is going to benefit him in the pros that he won't get a chance to really develop in the pros if he goes right away. Well, I actually, for the first time, I was I was rooting for LSU. I like Ed or Duran one because he just sounds like the dude from Waterboy. Like, <laughs> he, he's from Louisiana. He's old oh, school man. country. He, he loves that happy school. He went to that school. Because seeing never him at LSU seen... reminds me that USC didn't get him. And I. That's my. <laughs> Come on, you went to UCLA. I went to Notre Dame. We could agree on that one. You, we could agree on that one. That's that, a good that, point. That's but a good one. Really, but he that's is just straight from Louisiana. Yeah, he's, he's a southern he boy. He talk like a swamp monster. If I've ever known, uh, uh, go if, Tigers. You know, like, or a Muppet, whatever we want to say. But that guy, I'm really was glad that they have it. But but here's the thing that I will say. Mm-hmm. It kind of proves though. That you know, for this so many long, I was just I just was tired of Clemson, Alabama, Clemson, Alabama, Clemson, Alabama. Clemson. I was so, more tired of Alabama. I'm tired I feel of Clemson like Cle- too. Clem- Clemson's okay, but I just wanted somebody different. Uh, Nick Saban yeah. was interviewed at the half. It was the yeah, most he was he was he was on that crotchety. panel. Yeah, he was on that panel, and my my first thought, my first face. thought was I get why you got him. But man, I don't want to see his face. You know what I mean? Like, get somebody he, else. He act like he seemed. I mean, he has enough money too. He looked real smug. On he TV. looked not only smug, like angry, like like he's looking down upon. Why are you there then? Right? Why are you right? there? Why right? go exactly. home? Right? <laughs> I feel like he. I feel like he was smug. Like look at the camera. Like fire me, Alabama. What are you gonna do? Go back to eight wins every year? I. That's ridiculous. By the way, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> not gonna happen. But I do want to say that Joe Barrels. I mean, that's a question. Really I mean, good... you, you played ball. Right. Is he an actual NFL quarterback, or is he a bust waiting to happen? He's a system guy. Oh, what he's a he? real quarterback. He's a real guy? Okay. He's legit. I've been asking gonna, that question um, to a bunch of people. I'm going to tell you the, the plays. 
Uh, you didn't watch the game. Well, I watched you. enough. Well, I, I have complained about one play. This okay. So this is how you know he's a real quarterback. I'll break it down for you. Okay. As even somebody who played defense side of the ball, you don't necessarily. For one, they both sides of the Clemson and LSU has. Uh, has NFL quality oh, players yeah. right now. It's got to be like eight to nine on each side. And yeah. so, how do you know that this guy is for real? And I'm not saying he's going to be Aaron Rodgers, but I'm going to show you some 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 of the similarities that they have okay. amongst each other. Is uh, for one, it's it's not necessarily uh, pocket presence because I feel like a lot of like quarterback like Tom pocket Brady. Awareness. Tom Tom Brady has the best pocket. Awareness and presence I've ever seen. Yeah. He just he's back there and he's like comfortable. It's like, he, it's, it's, it's like they're moving like around that. just out of the reach of the of right, the line. Yeah, yeah, and he's just he's totally back for and he could like he has that swivel head thing going like boom. He's already he already see. Yeah. I'm looking at the window right now, but I can see you type yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but Joe Burrows has a lot of that. But the plays that he made to score were those plays in the NFL that you need that only your receiver is going to Yeah, gonna, gonna, I feel you. I feel you. you plays breaking down a little bit. Bruh. You're kind of running in the pocket. You can't yeah. throw it to the right side. Yes. You got to throw it to that left window. Yeah, no, for sure. And then when you talk to him, um, when you talk to him about uh, the game, he can he, – and Sean Watson was really good at this too. He can really break down what he saw. It a, slows a, down for him. Yes. It slows down yeah, for him, for yeah. sure, for sure. And I think that he will have success on okay. that level. For sure. I also, I th so a lot of people think that the Clemson quarterback is going to have more success. I'm telling you mm. that the LSU guy is. That's why I think he needs one more year. I, I, honestly, I, I don't think he needs four years. I think right. Lawrence needs one more year. I could see that. But I just think you got to strike while the striking yeah, is good. Yeah, I know. I, I'm know. Always I, I mean, about I feel that. it. I feel it. <laughs> uh, the only complaint, because I watched enough of the game where at some point Clemson was making that comeback. And they were down, I want to say, two scores. And Lawrence had uh, like, a, like a jump ball type play, one-on-one -on -one with his receiver, Ross. And they were both, him and the, uh, the DB were hand fighting. And he ended up kind of like pushing off a little bit and then catching the ball in the end zone for a touchdown. And it was going to cut that lead to eight or seven. It was going to be a one-position game at some point. They called offensive pass interference. They moved 10 yards back. They prevented him from scoring that touchdown. They turned the ball over. Uh, I think uh, LSU drove down the field and scored, and then it was pretty much kind of like I just kind of stopped watching at that point. But watching that re and and this has this has really nothing to do with the officiating as a whole in that championship game. It's just the last three weeks, weekends, and Monday. It's all the football I've been watching the last three weeks. It is just ridiculous how bad some of the officiating is in this right. inconsistency because it was a Pac-10 officiating crew. Remember what the game even started when they announced it for the Pac-10? I looked across at the people that were in the room with me and I was like, well, time for a bad officiated game because they have horrible referees. Whoa. And here's the thing. It didn't happen. All game was beautiful. It was great. It was awesome. And then that happened and I was like, well, let me go ahead and say this. And this happens in all levels of sports. When you get to the Super Bowl or the National yeah. Championship game, it's not a crew. you're not a crew. Yeah, it's not a crew. It's whoever had ranked the highest and it's through like, the you know, season. I, I, I feel it. So I, I want to give them a little bit of a, uh, even in the Super Bowl when yeah. you see no, missed I, calls and stuff. I mean, I feel it. So you it's have just, a whole season of being you know, good. It's just, and then, like, sometimes that stuff happens. It just happens. feels icky to see. You know what I mean? I'm, I wasn't a fan of either, either one, but I, I almost felt like that that call kind of robbed the the game of maybe a good back and forth maybe a comeback a closer game i don't know LSU probably still would have won but i'm just saying i know but lsu actually i i, I they by the way they're, hope, they're not the greatest team of all time 
They're yeah, not. that's for sure. I'm just entertaining <laughs> you. What other people yeah. said, I like, no, uh, no, but no. I will say this though: Many um, of those Alabama teams would be. Nice. I really believe, and this is what I believe. This is why I believe the Chiefs and the Niners are going to go to the Super Bowl. LSU was just a better team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They played better. Yeah, opponents this one year, through sixty or whatever. They, how yeah, many exactly? Just... They, they they're just a better team, and I thought that the better team won. That's why I really have faith. You know what that I, this NFL that the better me? teams are going to win. What impressed me about LSU last night? Was before the game started, I said, "We've never seen LSU face adversity. What's going to happen when they're down by more than three points, seven points?" Right. They went down by ten, and then they were getting dominated when they got down by ten, and then they made that comeback. I was like, "Okay." It's almost. Like, but I will say this about that: I was you. looking at that, and I agree with you. At the time that was happening, I was still early in the before the halftime. And, but, but how it, easy would have been for those young young men to kind of like it just turtle, like, almost turtle um, up a little bit, you know? And it wasn't that their defense was getting dominated like their offense just, was a little confused. Yeah, it's a little bit it just confused. Seemed, and then it just seemed like, like rush. They, they like trying to rush. They, a little they just. Bit. They just turned on a switch and they you, were like, you know what? It, you know what it felt like? It felt like in the yeah, beginning. Randy, you see Randy Moss's son yeah, as a tight end. Dude. He don't That's look nothing ridiculous. like <laughs> but, but it sounded. It felt like in the beginning of the game, LSU got caught up in the idea that it was supposed to win the game, and then as it progressed, it stopped thinking about winning the game and just concentrating on playing their game. And then that's when it turned around for him, I think. Street. Chambers Street Theater joined Ruth Chambers as she shares amazing stories from the Golden State stories by famous authors and stories written by the reader herself. Chambers Street Theater is live every every Thursday from 11 to 11.30 on KDRT. For replay times, visit KDRT.org and click the schedule tab. Once again, I just want to say go ahead and check the schedule tab for all the different shows. We just want to talk a few minutes, think about the uh, XFL is starting here pretty soon. I'm excited. Do you, are you excited? Yeah. So what do you do when you have a new league? Do you just pick the team that you that you live next to? What's your, what's your strategy? So the XFL, I actually think this time one, yeah. and I'll say this, uh, and then we can end on the uh, song by the Dirt Feeling. But I do think it, for all you people who don't, don't think it has staying power, it was I, me once. Yeah. Um, and so I've done more research. This was like, what, a month ago? I was like, nah, because yeah. who wants and to I, see some scrubs? And I was trying uh, to tell you, like, it's different than the first time around. It is different, and I actually done a little bit of research, so I have to, like, you know, I should always do research before <laughs> I bust my pen. So th the difference this time, uh, it's not just the flashiness of the rules. I do think they're going to have a hard time producing what I call quality players oh, yeah. in the league because why would I go play for the uh, XFL if I could play for the NFL? What I do like about this, though, and I just found this out, like, yesterday, they're uh, Vince McMahon has – Put taking out loans, he put up yeah. WWE. Yeah, they are not going to be like the league that just folded. No, they have two no. two years at least staying power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two years of money backing them yeah. where they're going to be able to play the coaches, and that's number one. Number two, and I find this one to be the most important. They, I don't know how they did this, but they ABC and ESPN, Disney, how they how they get Mickey Mouse involved in this? Off-season. So, <laughs> so. No, no, seriously. It's strictly because they they got, they approached them after the NFL season's over. Okay. They, there's no conflict of interest at that point. So you got Mickey yeah. Mouse involved. You got real TV money. So you got real TV dollars. So they're going to be showing their opening game is on ABC. And most of the games are going to be on, on Fox Sports 1 like the other league. Right. Where you're like, wait, which channel in this exactly. region was Fox? Yeah. Mm. ABC and ESPN. Because that other league was like sports. TBS, right. Fox Sports 1, you USA, you uh, absolutely you know, right. whatever, whatever that was. And, it, and so I really, that fact alone 
You got ABC uh, bankrolling this. That's what I was and, saying. The and, second time around, he's looking to to kind of stay a little bit. You know? Right. So I'm impressed with that. I'm impressed with uh, all of that. So look, I, but you didn't answer my question. Oh, how, sorry, how, sorry. Do you, how do you find a? Because I'm I'm gonna try and how get do you, on board. How do you find what? Okay. So I've been trying to one find a soccer team that oh, I enjoy. Okay. So, and so two, I, find a uh, XFL team. But so I want to do the I, inaugural. I I try to do like I'm this gonna, is for all the like, fans from, who want to pick a team. I'll, I'll start with the the state that I live in. And then try to pick whichever, like, I guess, the color scheme or whatever it is. Like, because, I mean, you know, it's like, I don't know any of the players. Because so I'm a like... Mighty Ducks fan because of the movie. I'm a, a, a Galaxy fan because when I lived the original, in LA. The original XFL, I was a San Francisco Demons fan because the color was close to the Niners. Okay. I'm not going to be a Texas XFL fan because <laughs> I'm never moving back to Texas. And I just, that was when I was there. So I'm trying to find my team I'm going to root for. I might, uh, you know, I'm, I'll check it out and see who's there. Once again, thank you. I'm going to let the last uh, bit of our show run out with uh, a that song. That dirt feeling. From that dirt feeling. Once again, trying to support local whoa, music. Whoa, whoa. This is Sports Focus Recap. That's DK. I'm Preacher. We're here every single Tuesday from 5 to 6. Replay times in the morning. Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. We will be back next week with a whole bunch of more topics for you. Thank you all for listening. KDRT LP 95.7, where the grass roots grow. Houston Asterix. Cut.